Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash matter butthole. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe button today, maybe that notification bell, and let's crack on with today's first story. And it's from a throwaway account titled, Am I the asshole for refusing to babysit my sister's kids any further after her son lied to her about me? My sister is a single mother with two children, an 11 and 7-year-old. The 7-year-old is a boy while the other one is a girl. She works a lot and doesn't have a lot of money to afford babysitting. So I started watching her kids for free. There was an incident one day where the 7-year-old had gotten mad at me because I wouldn't let him jump on the couch. I explained to him that he could get hurt and he threw a tantrum. Which was normal, it's what young kids do. Well, around the time my sister gets home and he starts suddenly bawling his eyes out and running towards her. I'm confused as he was just fine a second ago but followed behind him to greet her. He immediately starts on a rant about how I had a man in the house and how neither him or his sister had eaten all that day. My sister was rightfully pissed and started asking questions. I shook my head saying he was lying and that she had cameras so we should probably sit down and watch them. She said no and that I needed to go before she called the police. So I left. A few hours later, she calls me and apologizes, saying she watched the footage and saw no man enter the house at all and that she had seen that her son had refused to eat dinner. I made them. She asked when I could come by next and she hoped I understood the misunderstanding, but I said I would no longer be babysitting for her. She said that he's just seven and that kids lie all the time, but I still refused. We went back and forth over the phone insulting each other and that was that. Our mother thinks I'm being ridiculous for being mad at a kid, but it's more than that. I could have gotten in trouble if the police had shown up and he was saying what he said. Am I the asshole? Now whilst I'm glad the sister, you know, did listen to their child and, you know, took their concerns to heart, they went about it the wrong way after that. Not investigating further, you know, when OP said, look, let's have a look at the cameras and, you know, then this will be cleared up instantly. They instantly went, no, you need to go before the police turn up. And that's where it became an incident, not the arsehole to me. It could have been cleared up in that matter just by checking the cameras and it would have been solved a lot earlier rather than blaming you instantly without checking further. But OrneryWin5718 says, not the arsehole. You told her to check the cameras. She refused and threatened you with the police. She doesn't get to backtrack now and pretend everything is fine. Lillian Moss 60 says not the arsehole. Most seven-year-olds wouldn't lie to that severity. His mother is allowing him to manipulate her and even threatened you with the police. She has already shown she will take his word over yours, so there is no reason you should watch him again. Not the arsehole. Swedish Punch says and quotes that last comment saying not the arsehole. Most seven-year-olds wouldn't lie to that severity. Then goes on to say former teacher absolutely agree with this statement. Sister should try and get him a bit of therapy or help through the school or else through a private source. The mindset of his go- the mindset of his is going to get worse as he gets older and even more devious. Keep an eye on him when he visits. OP, he may retaliate. 
Not the arsehole. Edited to add. Wow, thanks for all the upvotes. I had no idea this would take off. A lot of people have made very thought-provoking comments on this child, and it seems like and it seems that there are some very disturbing possibilities as to the origin as to the origins of his behavior. OP has been looking at the advice, and it seems she will likely get other family involved to help this little boy. That is good. Darcy Nitt says, So I started reading this and immediately assumed you were being too sensitive for this seven-year-old child lying. And then I got to this. And quotes, She said no. And that I needed to go before she called the police. Then goes on to say, At that point, it was a clear not the arsehole. But your title is misleading. You're not refusing to babysit because her son lied. You're refusing to babysit because she didn't give you the benefit of the doubt when there was a clear-cut way of proving your innocence. But more importantly, why would she want somebody to babysit for her that she thinks would not feed her children all day? It's not her son's behavior that's the issue here. It's hers. I mean, there's something else going on for a seven-year-old to make up that big of a story. But also, he seems to know that he can make up a story and his mother's going to default to believing him. That's a little scary. Forgive the seven-year-old, but don't forgive the adult. Your sister. Brazen Tory says, not the asshole. She threatened to call the police on you. After that, I'd refuse too, because I wouldn't trust her from there on out to be reasonable. And one more from MaleficentAd3958 who says, Not the asshole. I'm going to be blunt. That kid needs to stop lying like that, because either he's going to get someone in trouble who's going to sue his family into bankruptcy, or he'll suffer the crying wolf result when nobody believes him because he lied too damn much until finally something does happen. She needs to fix her kid and realize she will have zero people willing to look after her kids, especially with her attitude. Also, if she cons somebody else into babysitting, give them a heads up. Now, what do you guys make of our first story? What would you do if you found yourself in that situation? Let us know in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Zealous Ideal Tip 5225 titled, Am I the asshole for kicking my pregnant sister and her husband out of the house eight months earlier than we had planned? The title sounds super bad, I know. Using filler names so this isn't linked to me. So my 40 female sister, Sophie 26, and her husband, Ben 28, have been trying for a kid recently. And about three months ago, my sister confirmed to the family that she was pregnant. I have two kids, my son Max, 17, and my daughter Amelia, 11. Max is gay, which I have to point out because it's pertinent to the incident, and he's currently dating another boy named Charlie. If I'm being honest, I don't completely understand everything about his sexuality, but I support him unconditionally and I try my best to keep an open mind and listen to his problems. I can tell he is happy with Charlie, and they often hang out at the house together, watching movies or playing games. As long as they're being safe and responsible, I frankly don't mind what they do. And I've really gotten to know Charlie pretty well with how often he's over here. I don't think he's out to his parents yet, so the boys will usually come here after school. Okay, now onto the problem. So my sister and her husband recently got evicted from their apartment, and they didn't have a place to stay. We've never been close, so I suggested she try our parents first. But she was adamant that she stay at my house since we have a guest room. And if they stayed at our parents, then they'd have to sleep on the couch. I gave in, of course, because I'd feel terrible if I didn't. And we agreed that she and her husband could stay here a year to find a house and get their life together. About two months in, and I'm honestly surprised she didn't find out earlier since they weren't being subtle about it. Sophie saw Charlie and Max kiss in the living room while she was in the kitchen with her husband and immediately gave me this disapproving glare. She had never acted overtly homophobic to anyone, so I was surprised when she went full-on freak out. She said something along the lines of, 
Why are you letting them do that? That isn't normal. And went on that stereotypical, boys are for girls, boys shouldn't be together, blah, blah, blah. And basically being super hateful and mean. My son really liked Sophie. And I could tell that what she was saying really hurt him. Here is where I may be the asshole. I got pissed and told her she had the rest of the day to pack her shit and get out of my house. They left to stay with a friend of Sophie's, but now I'm getting phone calls and texts telling me that I'm heartless, that she was pregnant, how could I, etc. Should I have just let her stay? I honestly don't know what to do, but Max looks absolutely heartbroken right now. I don't think he was expecting her to act like that. Am I the arsehole? And there is a bit of an edit as well, but it has like additional information and it's a bit of replies to the comments as well. So we're going to cover this one after the fact. This person who you kindly let stay at your house for a year or so, came into your house, disrespected your son and Charlie. So there's no way you're going to be the asshole in this situation. You were just protecting your child and Charlie from this person with their shitty views. And I wouldn't want someone like that around my house either. So 100% not the asshole from me. But OZ Perp says, not the asshole. Your first loyalty is to your children. I'd have done the same. Levantine1978 says, Not the asshole. Good on you for protecting your son. He will always need you in his corner because it's a shitty, hateful world out there. Your sister should have been better. Anyone who reaches out to shame you, let them know you appreciate their offer to take your sister in. No name, no plan says, Not the asshole. Your sister overstepped and hurt your son. She is an adult. She can take her homophobic bullshit elsewhere. No one calling you has your son's health and safety in mind. If they are so pressed about your sister, why didn't they take her in? Again, not the asshole. Sam the Superman says, not the asshole. I'm not letting bigotry in my house. You shouldn't either. You did the right thing and hopefully your sister learns from this. And one more from Red Bellied who says, absolutely not the asshole. What your sister was saying was hurtful, hateful and psychologically damaging to your son. And a continued presence in your home would have been a constant source of psychological abuse. Would you be second-guessing yourself if your sister was physically abusing your son? I don't think so, and this is no different. You absolutely did the right thing. You protected your son. Don't ever doubt it. And not for nothing, but she's an adult. You are responsible for her. If she and her partner can't care for themselves, that's not on you. It's unbelievable that anyone's giving you grief over this. And before we move on, let's have a look at the edit, which says, wow, this post blew up. Thank you everyone for your support and kind messages. It was much needed. I talked to my son about his aunt and we had a heartfelt conversation about how he was amazing no matter what she or anyone else says. Charlie is also supporting him and I think it really helps. I've also realized that I probably should have given her more of a notice to moving out. One day certainly wasn't enough but I guess I wasn't thinking clearly in the heat of the moment. I also talked to my sister a few hours ago. She wasn't remorseful to say the least. The meeting didn't end great and so we've decided to just stop talking to her entirely. I'm bummed, but it was certainly for the best. Also, here is some background for anyone wondering. In the household I grew up in, my parents were homophobic, but not openly. It was more of a pretend they don't exist kind of thing, until we would actually see someone who was queer. That was when the homophobia would actually appear, if you will. I've cut contact with most of my family members. Truth be told, I wasn't super observant when it came to my sister's actions towards the LGBT plus community, but I'm sure she showed signs that I just failed to pick up on. 
I plan on researching more so I can better understand my son, his boyfriend, and prevent this as much as I can in the future. Thank you everyone, again. Now, what are your thoughts on this story? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Now, our next story comes from a string of numbers. Who says, am I the asshole for coming into work just on time. I work as a security guard. I was scheduled to start working at this new store today, starting from 10 a.m., which I guess is when the store opens. I get there at exactly 10 a.m. and asked to place my belongings in the back room. I was in the room for a few minutes max and then came back out to man the door. However, in that time, I guess many customers had already come in and one of the sales staff had to play security. On my lunch break, the manager of the store approached me and asked if next time if I could come a little bit earlier next time so that by the time I put all my belongings down, I could be in the front of the store at 10 a.m. I told her no, that if I'm rostered to start at 10 a.m., then I will show up at 10 a.m. and that if they want me to come in earlier, then the store would have to arrange that with a security company. I'm not getting paid to come earlier, so I really don't see why I'm required to. She got huffy with me and said that the sales staff aren't trained to be security and with the popularity of the store, every morning there will be people lining up waiting to go inside and that I needed to be here earlier because of that. She said that it wasn't really hard to come in a few minutes earlier and that it wasn't fair to come just on time. I know it's not hard to come a little earlier but I feel it's more about the principle. If you want someone to come earlier, then make that clear through the hours. I told her such and she just sighed and walked away. We didn't talk for the rest of the day. So am I the asshole for coming into work just on time? And we're going to start off with Disney Girl who says, At every job I have had, if you are scheduled to start work at 10, that means at 10 on the dot, you are on the floor available to work. If you're in the back putting away your belongings, then you aren't working. You weren't working at 10, you started somewhere around 10.05. You're the asshole. Hadkin says, In every job I've had, the start time is when I'm expected to be ready to work, not walking in the door. If your job is to man the front door and you are scheduled to be there at 10 a.m., then I would expect you to be at the door at 10 a.m. Grim Drake says you're the arsehole. Why you indeed need to be paid for the hours you actually work, you need to be at your assigned station and ready to work at the starting time. If you have personal belongings to stow, and that takes time, even if it's just a few minutes, that's on you. Melenia says, as far as I know, if they say your shift starts at 10, you have to start work at 10. Putting your belongings somewhere else, etc. is not work time. You can't be there at point 10 and take your time to make some coffee, etc. too. If you know that, you will take five minutes to do things like that. You come earlier so that you can start your actual work when your shift starts. You're the arsehole. Snooky Snackhouse says, 
not the asshole screw jobs that nickel and dime you like that for less than five minutes. If they want you there at 10 too, they should schedule it that way. Unpopular, but I truly do not care. Do not expect your job to be happy about it though, especially since they already pulled you aside to talk about it. Pick your battle. Locke says and replies to that one saying, yeah, I had to go way too far down to find this. A lot of every job I've worked at expects you there five to 10 minutes before they start paying you. And while that may be true, maybe then the takeaway should be, wow, these jobs should be paying you for the time you're required to be in their building. If they schedule you for 10 and then say, but you're actually required to be a five minutes before 10, then schedule for 9.55, in my opinion. And Real Agent 7057 says, this will be a highly unpopular opinion, but not the asshole. I used to be a security guard and was asked to come in 10 minutes before the start of my shift to do info pass downs and get prepped slash settled in for the day. I asked if I would get comped for those daily 10 minutes and was told no. So I didn't come in early for three years and nothing came of it. Clocking in and prep time are part of work hours and responsibilities. I love how all the responses are saying you're the asshole, but I can guarantee that if someone times all of their daily activities while on the clock, they would find they wasted company time. And then shares a YouTube link to Dwight Schrute. <laughs> now, what do you guys make of this story? Do you think that you should be coming in before work time or bang on work time to start your work day? Controversial one, I'm sure. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Cassie Gale, who says, am I the asshole for letting my husband deal alone with the environment he created in our home? This wasn't my first SO with kids. I was prepared to not have any real authority with his two daughters. I've navigated the family dynamic as well as I can. My childhood was about absolute obedience and labor. His upbringing was progressive, but also neglectful. He lost his childhood to caretaking his grandfather with early onset Alzheimer's. It hasn't been rainbows. We both have psychiatric disorders. We cope work on things, but after dozens of conversations about my PTSD triggers and mutual respect in the home, things have gotten steadily harder. Never more so than when his daughters came to live with us full time. He's very tidy and responsible, so it never occurred to me that when they came to live with us, they would not be given chores. None. When COVID hit, I resigned my warehouse job. I was left with everything, cooking, cleaning, meal planning, they would help me briefly when asked, expect praise, then immediately go back to their phones. Though we have enough money for food, I began skipping all of my personal favorites to avoid being treated like I was selfish for buying anything they don't like. He says he can't infringe on their childhood, but at the same time, he also can't make himself just appreciate what I get done without criticizing things like how I fold shirts. He'll wake me up hours before my alarm to be angry at me because dishes aren't done or he can't find socks. I'm on edge all the time, just waiting for the criticism. It all came to a head. Our cats got fleas. We had to treat the house. Everyone was itchy and it sucked, but apparently cleaning and killing fleas was my pet project, not a household project. When his oldest daughter, 19, left four plus loads of dirty laundry from her closet on the floor where her cat sleeps in the dining room for a week while she was at her boyfriend's, I got blamed for it for not finishing the cleaning I had started. That broke the camel's back. I slept on it. The next day I talked with his mum and I had a talk with him. I'm staying with her for the next six to eight months to help her clean and prepare her home to sell it. I am boxing my non-essentials and if things don't get seriously better, I'm looking for an apartment. 
I've been living four blocks away for one week. He's having fits taking care of everything by himself. I'm scraping old paint, washing floorboards, clearing out mouse nests. He had three loads of laundry this week and dishes daily and is finally pissed that his kids just doesn't do. Pissed and insulted and all I can say is, yeah, that's rough. Am I the asshole for quitting the home? That I'd rather live in and clean an old broken down house that smells like mouse and dog shit than to keep cleaning up for my family. Is it just petty that if my husband doesn't have a moment of, oh shit, she made life better and apologize for shaming me, looking at a box of frosting free Pop-Tarts, I'm not going back. So a 19 year old is leaving shit all over the floor. How old is the other one is what I'm wondering. These are, if they're both around this age, they're both, they're both adults and they're leaving piles of laundry over all over the floor and you're getting the blame for it and they don't help out and when they do they expect praise absolutely not the arsehole you're being walked all over so good on you for standing your ground on this one but middle grade fave says not the arsehole your husband sounds like he expects you to do everything just because he's the breadwinner that's not how partnerships work and his parenting is lacking as well Chores are an essential part of childhood. You're literally doing his mum a huge favor in preparing her house, and it sounds like he hasn't thanked you for that either. You and your husband should try couples therapy to work on this issue. If he is unwilling to change, you need to ask yourself if you want to be his personal servant for the rest of your life. I personally wouldn't, especially with how poorly he treats you. Opie replies that one saying, thank you for replying. It's weird, like really weird. Outwardly, he's progressive and embraces equality. And when I was working full-time, he did do things. He does do things now too, but more and more, it comes off like it's a favor to me or it's a huge burden for him to fold his own laundry. He'll dig clean work clothes out of the basket and tell me there's nothing in his drawer while giving me the look. We did therapy for a while, but it didn't help. We've both changed a lot and have issues regarding family relationships, but it's gotten to the point where imagining a lifetime of this leaves me feeling just hopeless. This isn't how I want to spend another year, much less 30 or 40 years. Red MSG says not the asshole, a 19 year old isn't a child. How old is the other one? I'm very easygoing and my middle schooler is expected to do laundry every week and cook dinner once every other week. When I was an adult living in my parents' home during the summers of college, I was expected to either cook or do dishes nightly, my laundry and help around the house. Opie replies again saying, she's 17. She got mad at us and moved back to her mum's, worked to support her mum for a few months, then got mad at her mum and went to live with her grandma. My sister and I had dishes every night from the time when we were tall enough to stand on chairs, pushed up to the counter. I couldn't even get them to agree to whoever cooks dinner doesn't have to wash the dishes at night because if someone chooses to cook a meal, that uses a lot of dishes. They made it more work for others then. And one more from Zucchini Catalyst who says, not the asshole, this guy doesn't respect you. He raised his daughters not to respect anyone. He wakes you up to complain about dishes and socks for fuck's sake. He also enabled his bratty kids who are more than old enough to do their own laundry if one is staying at their boyfriend's house for a week. Your guy is willing to let you suffer and yell at you so his widow princess doesn't have to lift a finger. It's kind of you to help his mother, although you're doing way more work than you're getting compensated for even with her letting you stay there. But who knows if she'll keep housing you if you end things with her asshole son and grandkids. Use the time to find a new job in an apartment ASAP. As soon as you got new living arrangements, dump your shitty boyfriend and let him sort out his dumpster fire life with his shitty kids. And if you're still fucking with him, why? Get your BC the situation locked down so you're not tied to him with a kid yourself.
OP replies one more time saying she and I have talked extensively. I have two contingency plans if things go really badly. Both with long-term friends who would love to have me till I can afford my own place, but not my cats. She's totally comfortable keeping my cats as long as I need. My direct supervisor knows of some situation, knows some of my situation and already helped me transfer to a location closer to where I live to conserve gas. Once I am 60 days in, I can apply for full time and I'm being encouraged to take their management training, which is all free and the first half is all online without any time limits. I haven't been able to open to intimacy for a while, but as far as protection, he got snipped when we agreed we don't want any more babies, so no worries there. I'm about as set as I can be for the time being. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and all of your thoughts on today's stories if you choose to share them. A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being involved in today's stories and if you would like to support the channel further, as always, as always, never any pressure to do so. You can click that join button down below for YouTube or you can click the link tree down in the description and join up on Patreon. It hugely helps out the channel. I can never express that enough, but at the same time, I don't want you to feel pressured either. Thank you for your love, your support and your time and I will see you in the next one. Take care guys. Much love. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.